Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is the Eurotrip. When you aren't listening, you can find us on social media. We're at Eurotrip Podcast. Warming you up for the Eurovision Song Contest. Hello and welcome to a very special bonus edition of the Eurotrip. As you've just heard from that wonderful montage of music, this week we are going to be talking all about Melody Festival because now on Friday we know the 28 artists who are going to compete in the 2021 edition of one of our favourite national selections. Absolutely. It is so exciting. I don't think there's any argument. It is the biggest, the best, the most glam national selection of Eurovision season. And now we know the names of the 28 acts taking part in Melfest 2021. And James, there are some huge names on there. As we heard from the music that we kicked off the show with, all of those acts are back this year with some brilliant newbies, some brilliant other acts. Just take us through some of the names take us through some of the names this is going to be the part where i've got to try and pronounce them in a bit of a swedish voice or just commit to the english pronunciations so we'll see but you know you're absolutely right we've got the mamas who are returning we've got dotter who's returning but also some previous winners charlotte pirelli is back as are arvin garner who represented sweden way way back in 1993 rob so some fantastic names and also 
some wonderful songwriters we've heard from as well. So we're going to get some absolute spicy songs, Rob. Some spicy songs, I like that. Oh, so much to look forward to. No, you're absolutely right. Some of the other names you didn't even mention there. Danny Saucedo is back. Eric Sardas back this year too. Oh, it's going to be amazing. What you can expect from us over the next, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. Think of this as a little Friday bonus. We are going to be looking back at the artists who are taking part this year. We're going to be looking at who, who knows, who might be winning Melody Festival in 2021. But me and James, it's not our place to say that. So we're going to be joined by some brilliant guests. We're going to be joined by Sana Nielsen at the end of the episode. We're going to hear from her about why Melody Festival is so special. I mean, she should know she did take part seven times before eventually managing to represent Sweden at Eurovision 2014. James, you've done a brilliant interview with a friend of the Eurotrip. Absolutely. The first ever big guest we had on the Eurotrip way back in August, Eric Gabriel. You'll know him from The Lovers of Valdaro from 2019. So we'll be speaking to him about what that feeling is like when you are chosen to be one of the 28 special artists to compete at Melody Festival. But on this special episode, we're going to kick off by speaking to somebody who knows a thing or two about Melfest in general. That's right. We were delighted when we managed to secure an interview with Toby Ek. Now, he works for Aftonbladet, which is Sweden's biggest daily. They are huge online presence over in Sweden, Sweden's biggest newspaper. And if you've been following Melody Festival over the last few months, it has been his articles predicting who was going to be on this list of Melfest 2021 contestants. So he is the man in the know. So it's brilliant to be able to speak to him. It was amazing that he had time even for a chat. He's so busy. And I started by asking what the reaction was like in Sweden to that final shortlist. It is a remarkable lineup, and that's basically the consensus from from the people I've been talking to, and who who has uh, read our reports during uh, during the fall, and also now have all the names confirmed. We have so many returning artists that people have been longing for to get into the competition again. Eric Sade, uh, Dani Saucedo, Charlotte Perelli, Jessica Andersson, uh, Tess Merkel from Alcazar. I, I think it's an incredible year, including uh, this year's winner and runner-up, the Mamas and, and Dotter. So, uh, so people seem to be extremely excited for next year. Uh, and also, don't forget that we have last year's Idol winner, Tusse, for instance. And we also see uh, two rock bands uh, back in Melfast. We haven't seen rock for, for some time. And, and rock is a very, very popular genre in, in Sweden. So uh, I'm quite sure that the, the rock audience is, are, are really happy to see two proper rock acts being in the competition. You mentioned that you, of course, have been working on this for months and months and months, trying to work out who's going to be taking part and, and correctly predicting, everyone right, and saying 27 of the 28, which is remarkable. Which ones are you most surprised that are doing Malfest? Because names that you've mentioned there, like Eric Sada, for example, who was the last name announced on the list, people probably rightly so are surprised that he's coming back because he's already represented Sweden. He's a big artist. Why would he be doing Malfest in 2021? Well, I would say that people are not as surprised when it comes to Eric Sade as they are when it comes to Dani Saucedo. Because if we look at Eric Sade's career the last couple of years, he hasn't been able to get those hits that he 
has craved for. He he was a success as the host of Melody Festivalen um, um, uh, last year, but but. Uh, Music-wise, uh, he's released music in Swedish and he hasn't managed to get those hits. So it has been talked about for some time that uh, that he should do Melody Festivalen. And last year he switched his uh, record label uh, and um, um, the team he's been working with are people who normally uh, work with artists in, Mel- in Melfest. So, so we're not as surprised there as I would say that that a lot of people were, when when we released the news that Danny Saucedo is actually coming back to Melody Festival. Because Danny Saucedo, on the other hand, he has had some really major hits. He has also had uh, a few shows uh, that has been sold out and, and people has come from, from all over Sweden to see him uh, in these shows in, in, in Stockholm. Um, so I would say people are more surprised that he's actually in it. And I myself was also, when I first heard, um, when, when I first heard his name mentioned some almost three months ago now, uh, I was basically, what? No, that, that can't be true. And then uh, I, I even kept the name for myself as, as I didn't want to um, influence uh, people that I were talking to uh, so that I would get false information. But then I, I, I heard the name from another source and then a third source. And then I asked um, a friend of mine uh, to, to you know, keep, keep your lookout for, for, for this name. And then uh, that person also heard it. And suddenly I realized when I got a phone call from, uh, from somebody who's, uh, who knows a lot and, and this person told me, oh my God, have you not heard this? Eric Sade, Danny Saucedo, and Anton Ewald. It's crazy. Those three, it's going to be the battle of the ages. If we can talk about some of the other standouts, I know a, an act that a lot of people are excited about, and you mentioned them just before, is Sweden's Idol winner doing Melody Festival, and which I've seen a huge buzz on social media about. Absolutely. And the rumours has it uh, that Tussa has a really, really strong song. And I would say that that is the reason why there is a buzz around him because uh, he won last year Idol, but then uh, he hasn't he hasn't really released anything. And he was supposed to uh, have a tour in the summer, and he was uh, he was go- going to be one of the the um, uh, line uh, he, he was lined up for one of the big festivals in Sweden and stuff, but all that got cancelled. So he basically hasn't done anything. So the buzz comes from people in the know, uh, letting others know that this song is something that stands out. I don't really know anything about it, except um, I'm, I'm kind of guessing, and also I might have, have heard something about it being uh, disco-ish, weekend-ish, something in that line of, 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 of work, but I, I, I can't be sure of it. We've t- spoken about a lot of the, the male artists taking part. Can we talk about the female artists just for a, for a second? And, and who are you most excited about when it comes to some of the, the female singers in Melfest 2021? Well, uh, my heart has, has always been an Alcazar beating heart. So I, am, I, I was really surprised and excited to hear that Tess Merkel is going solo. Um, uh, and it's supposed to be uh, some kind of a clubby, uh, clubby pop uh, hit type of up, uh, up-tempo song. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. 
although I, I'm guessing it's not going to be one of the main contenders. The same thing with Charlotte Pirelli and Jessica Andersson. Uh, both are rumored to have um, Schlager pop upbeat songs again. Um, I spoke to Charlotte the other day and, and she told me that she wanted it to be uh, not the guitar ballad she did the last time, but rather either not, not really going back, but going forward, but back into the Schlager pop uh, type. And so we can't expect her to be real glam. And as a fanboy, yes, I am a fanboy. I'm very much looking forward to that. But I do think that Doctor, for instance, uh, she is in it to win it. She is there to to grab that gold that she she was kind of uh, you know cheated on by by the mamas uh, last year. And mom, the mamas, of course, they want to win again. And then we have the newcomers. We have uh, Natalie Brydolf. She was in Idol a couple, a couple of years ago. She's extremely talented. Cadiato, who, who was a runner-up in Idol the same year as Natalie uh, competed. If, if she lives up to my expectations, that will be a contender for sure. It's impossible to say, but I'm going to ask you anyway, because we haven't heard the songs yet. But who do you think might be the contenders? Who's going to be in that final? Jesus Christ, it's really, really tough. Um, but, and we haven't heard anything yet, but out of the names we've mentioned, um, I would say that Danny Saucedo, he's going for a song in Swedish. Uh, of course he wants to win, but it, it's not, he's not aiming for the victory, not in the same way as Eric Sade, for instance, does. So I'm quite sure that Eric Sade will be uh, a con contender. Uh, I think Tusa, the idol winner will, and I think that Doctor and the Mamas, they definitely want to be uh, there because they want to go to Eurovision. Uh, but who knows? It's always somebody that comes from, from the side and, and just uh, tips everything over when we finally get to hear the songs. It's such a shame that with such an incredible lineup, we won't have the big Melody Festival and tour up and down the country. We won't have huge arena shows with these artists playing in front of, of massive crowds. But can you just talk us through how Melody Festival is going to work in 2021? And this is, of course, sad for the fans, for uh, the people that, uh, that, that buys tickets and, and take part in the audience. But those are, uh, let's, let's say, sure, they are tens of thousands. But compared to the audience in front of the TV screens, uh, who, who this year might, you know, be around 3 million, perhaps even 4 million, if SVT manages to get the audience back again a year when, when we're all in quarantine. Um, so um, I don't think that the TV viewer will be as affected as the hardcore fans who, who are, of course, longing to, to be uh, right in front of the stage and sharing and, 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 and having all that. But I, I do imagine that the TV audience will get the show of a lifetime with this, this lineup of the audience. Um, all six shows will be broadcasted from one, uh, from one place. Uh, SVG hasn't revealed it yet. According to our sources, it, it is annexed one of the arenas uh, in the in the globe uh, in the globe area in Stockholm. It's the smallest of the arenas there, 
Uh, and for everyone who has ever attended a Melfest who was in Globen before, this is where they used to host the, the after party. So in that place, that's what our sources are telling us that, that the whole of Melfest is going to be broadcast from. Of course, yes, uh, the TV audience will, uh, will not have, uh, have the live audience cheering for their, uh, um, uh, for their artists, but I'm sure that SVT uh, has found some way to, to kind of compensate for that. So the brilliant Toby Eck there from Afton Blader, it was fantastic to hear from him and get his thoughts on the 2021 Melfest lineup. And look out, of course, for all of his updates as the contest fast approaches in the next couple of months. And he talked there about Melfest, of course, next year is going to be very different because there's going to be none of the tour around Sweden. There are going to be none of the arena shows. But with a lineup like we've got, James, we're not going to miss that because we're going to be so captivated, aren't we, surely, by just what we're seeing on stage. You're absolutely right. It's not going to be any different, really, to what it's normally like. We've gone through 2020 where we've seen sporting events and other music events that go ahead without much of a crowd or audience. So once we start to watch the first semi-final, it's just going to be... It's going to be like having an old friend back, isn't it? Watching Melfest again. And yes, it's not going to be in that big arena as usual. Yes, it's not going to be a crowd. But those names, I mean... I'd love to pick one who I'd say is a clear favourite, but there's not one, is there? It's such a ridiculous list of names that it wouldn't be surprising if a complete newcomer won it. You know, the Mamas are very much not definitely representing Sweden again in 2021. They have to fight for their right to represent Sweden more than any of the other uh, 2020 apps. Anyway, it's, it's going to be mad, isn't it? But it just shows for the Mamas, doesn't it, that the love... Melody Festival and they love Eurovision. They wouldn't be back otherwise. They're desperate to go back again. Of course, they were there with John Lundvik in 2019. They had it cruelly taken away, as did all of the other artists earlier in 2020. So it's fantastic to have them back. They might get a bit of bit more support as well since they had their ticket taken away in 2020. So it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. It's going to be interesting as well to see whether or not they get any advantage from the fact that they have another Swedish representative who has written their song, or at least co-written their song, Robin Sternberg, who represented Sweden in Malmo in 2013. He's one of the co-writers on their song. So who knows, maybe that will give them an advantage. And we've got some other big songwriters as well, haven't we? Of course, we've got Thomas Jeeson in there. We've got Jimmy Jansson as well. He's been one of these songwriters who, I think he had the record as well, about six or seven different songs last year, but also Anna Bergendahl. She's back, but as a songwriter. So it's fantastic to have all of these other names behind the scenes as well, isn't it? It is. Freddie Schemper is on there as well. He's worked a lot with Sanna Nielsen, who, just a reminder, you will hear from before this podcast is over. But now it's time, I think, James, to get some thoughts from a man who has actually taken part in Melfest himself. Yeah, Rob, you're absolutely right. Before this week of announcement, there was one artist who we already knew was going to take part in Melfest 2021. That was Julia Alfreda. She won her place at Melfest through the P4 Nasta competition. And in 2019, the duo who got the ticket through there as well was the Lovers of Valdaro. And the frontman there is Eric Gabriel, a friend of the podcast. He was the first ever big interview we had here on the podcast. So we thought it would be wise to invite him back for a chat and to find out what it's like to perform at that wonderful, wonderful competition. So I started off by asking him, of course, 
which of these 28 acts for 2021 is his standout favourite? It's different aspects of it, like how do they compete with each other and how, like music-wise. But I think it's really interesting that Anton Ewald, Danny and um, Erik Sade, those three are very exciting. It would be so fun if they were all in the same uh, competition. There's quite a mix of names, isn't there? There's some people who have been there before, there's some who haven't been there before. And because it's such an international competition, really, isn't it? Because it's watched all over Europe. Some of these names that haven't been to Melfest before, what do you expect from some of these, some of these newbies? It's hard to expect anything. I've been there, you know, I've done the same thing. That It usually doesn't go well for anyone who's not have a fan base from before. Like Lorien, first time, she didn't go through. Baby U didn't go through the first time. And like a lot of big names didn't go through the first time. So I think for the newcomers as well, they know that the statistics is against them. And we knew that when we were uh, participating in the competition as well. So I just expect them to do something that they are proud of and they enjoy doing and, and see it as a concert of good PR. You mentioned it there. You competed in Melfest back in 2019 as part of uh, the Lovers of Valdaro. You got that through yes. uh, the P4 Nostra competition. Um, yeah. This year's lucky contestant is uh, Julia Alfreda. So you'll know exactly yeah. what sort of feelings that she's got at the moment, being that lucky yeah. selected contestant. Yeah. And also the, the, the curse of being the PF Nesta. <laughs> you know, ever, ever since we got that prize of being in the Melody Festival and everyone's like, oh, so maybe you guys are going to be the one that, the, that breaks the spell of this... Uh, not going further on but again it has nothing to do with the competition but again like i just said that the people that are unknown don't get votes in that way and you need to be in this competition a couple of times to get that oh yeah yeah i know him and let's vote for him or her because we have some relationship to them but we do have some of these big names that you've already mentioned who have done it before and have got this yeah. attention from, from the fans. Charlotte Pirelli, yeah. of course, she's, she's been there, she's done it, she's won it before. So is it going to be yeah. people like that, do you think, that are going to get more of, it, more of the attention? These big names are not the one usually who has applied for, uh, for it. They have been asked to be in the competition because they all need the media circus to, you know, to pick up and they want everyone to to get this competition as uh, as high up in the media as possible. So they need to have names in the competition that they bring in. And usually when they are this big, they're not like, yeah, well, if I do Melody Festival and then I want to do it with this song or my song in this way, because I'm going to release this song or this P- uh, album. So it, they, I think they also see it most of the time as a PR thing. But Charlotte Perelli, I don't know. She, she, she can be dangerous if it's the right song. She can be a beast, you know? It absolutely depends on the song, like you say. Yes. For Charlotte Perelli, she's got uh, Thomas Jason on his side. And two years ago when you did it, uh, yeah. you had him on your side as well. So what was it like to work with him? Very easy, like we said when we talked um, talked about the creating of the song and and from the idea that the when we got the song the first time it was not as eighties or as influenced of the eighties that we wanted it to be. So they were we were a bit like scared to be the one who came to them and be like, "Hey, we want you to change this and do this and do that," and they were completely open with it. And sometimes. Me and Gia somewhere in the studio, and I was like, I want to do like, ah, and he's like, no, you go down. Okay. 
you know, these other things that they, as they say, they have a black belt in, in writing melody festival and hooks and, and songs. So I just trusted them. And he said, like, you have months to rehearse. You can just rehearse that falsetto and you'll do it. <laughs> Now, Melfest next year is going to be a bit different, isn't it? It's going to be in a different venue. It's going to be in a smaller venue without the crowd. But it's still going to be nerve-wracking for all those 28 artists to go oh. up on the stage. Do you think? Can you remember when you did it? It's going to be, be nerve-wracking, uh, isn't it? Yeah, and the thing is, when you're in, like, on stage, the thing that I sort of missed when we did it is the connection that you want to have with the audience because they give you so much. But everything is about, you know, TV production. So we need to have, like, okay, I think I had... 28 different video cameras that you need red light go there red light this way so you forget about that is audience so i think for the for the artist it doesn't matter but uh, i think it's just going to be as nerve-wracking and maybe even more if they don't know they haven't seen it before they haven't done it before Pirelli has not done this version before you never know we will see. We'll, we don't have much longer to wait until it comes round. I'm going to ask you a really awful question. Um, oh, no. We've not heard the songs. We do know who the artists are. So let me put you on the spot and ask you, who's going to win? Who's going to win Melfest 2021? I think Dotter is dangerous. I think maybe if Dotter has a really good song, I think she can. And maybe <laughs> now I'm going to put up more names, so it doesn't matter. But Dotter is my first choice. But the Mamas is back again. They got really loved by the, by the Swedish people so if they have a really good song again maybe they also get sympathy votes for like but hey they won last year so of course they should win again this year but uh, yeah i think doctor is dangerous before i let you go i've got to ask you uh, a question about your music career as well of course we're not going to see you in melfest 2021 but you have still got loads going on at the moment haven't you it's uh, thanks to melody festival and i guess uh, that we got some some fame in the spotlight and it was easier to to break through certain doors so uh, we just recorded a lot of songs and i just signed a deal with um, two labels who go together with a third label and they're giving uh, their sponsorship of this the music that i'm putting out and and stuff that's going on now so in january is the first single that's going to be released through these two labels and uh, in May is the second one. And I think I have six, seven other singles that will continue after that. So that was our chat with Eric Gabriel from The Lovers of Valdaro. And I do feel a bit mean putting him on the spot there and asking who's going to win Melfest 2021. Because of course we don't know. We've not heard the songs yet. But he thinks that both Doctor and the Mamas, just like in 2020, are very, very dangerous. Yeah, it is mean, isn't it? You're right. I mean, I did the same with Toby earlier on, and we don't know. We haven't even heard the songs yet, so it's it's ridiculous to even try and make a prediction. Although, I'm surprised that you aren't, given your newfound ability to predict things. You, I mean, you must already know the winner, given that you told us who was going to win Junior Eurovision about six weeks before the final. Eric Sarda, he's going to win. He's got it in the bag. Wow, we'll clip that and uh, we'll play that out at some point in mid-March and we'll see whether you were right or not, won't we? Uh, It's nearly time for us to go, but thank you very much for listening to this bonus episode of the Eurotrip with us looking at Melody Festival in 2021 and the artists taking part this year. But just to finish things off, we thought that you should hear from the queen of Melody Festival. And there's only one person I can be talking about, isn't there, James? I know, I can't believe it. Linda Woodruff's about to join us on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. 
I really wish. That would be incredible, wouldn't it? That's one to stay tuned for. We've got to try and get her on. But no, I'm not talking about Linda Woodruff, unfortunately. I'm talking about Sanna Nielsen, of course, James. I'm talking about Sanna Nielsen. We mentioned her earlier on. She's been to Melfest seven times before she managed to represent Sweden. And you can look forward to a feature-length interview with Sanna Nielsen on the Euro trip in the build-up to Malfest 2021. So look forward to that in the new year. But we thought we'd hear from her. And I asked her why Swedish people hold Melody Festivalen so dear. We need the Melody Festivalen here in Sweden. And everybody loves it. And everybody who doesn't love it, they love to hate it. It's a real show that, that makes people happy, actually. And, and we have something to talk about. And we have something to do every weekend. Everybody who watches it, I mean, everybody who loves the Melody Festival and or the Eurovision, they, they love it because it's, it's uniting, uh, you know. Uh, it unites people and everybody just want to feel some joy uh, for a few months. The joy that music actually brings when it, it unites people and it, it, there's no problems in there. You don't have to worry about the thing. And, and I love watching the Melody Festival. And so I, I will be... Here at my home, sitting in the sofa and just eating a lot of chips and tacos and, you know, <laughs> and just, wow. So me and you, clearly not the only ones excited about this Melfest lineup. Everybody who's seen this lineup has got to be excited. It is one of the biggest we've seen for years. Everybody is desperate for Melfest to come back. So, roll on February. That's all I've got to say. Roll on February. Roll on something special coming from us, but we're still going to tell you what that is yet. Uh, don't forget, we are on social media whenever you want to contact us. Get involved with everything we're posting over on Twitter or Instagram at Eurotrip Podcast. Drop us a message as well. Or if you want to tell us who you think is going to win Melody Festival in 2021, if you want to rival James with his prediction skills, feel free. Absolutely. Get in touch and be there on Sunday as well. Because on Sunday evening, we are going to announce who the next big guest is for our usual episodes of the Eurotrip. We'll be back next Wednesday in our usual place for a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, leave us a review and rate us five stars and you won't miss a thing from us. Before I say goodbye, I need to say the Nordic god Rasmussen is still out there for you to listen to. That was the podcast that came out a couple of days ago. A brilliant interview that James did with him. But now from me, goodbye. And from me, goodbye. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.